Kelly, 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 Kelly. That was pretty much it. Penny, 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 penny. We've got tonight. Yeah, we do. Let's go out to the ball game. Well, today we have a very special guest. Oh my god, amazing, super awesome. Her book was so fucking good. So good. It was ah. deliciously good. Yes. That's a great word. Yeah. Delicious. delicious. Can you say it how you say it? Because you always emphasize a certain part of the word. I want to hear how you say oh, it. But I was going to say delightfully good. Can you say delicious? Delicious. Delicious. Delightful. <laughs> Crumtrescent. Well, huh. well, before we get to that, we need yeah. to start with the most talked about drink in this book. So we didn't do wine for this book because they... This book was a had a very um, prominent beverage of choice. It did. Yes, it yeah. did. Champagne. Your beverage. Cham- <laughs> champagne. 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 I love champagne. Yeah. Maybe we should drink champagne more often. Maybe. It's a little bit dangerous. We talk about it this. It is dangerous. We talk about this later about how it's the source and the... What did, what did she say? It's the... I'm watching. Uh, I've had a lot of champagne. <laughs> I'm ready for this. What did she say? You know when you can see someone's wheels just turning mm-hmm. in their brain? Because I can't think of words. Oh, my God. This is so much fun watching you just You try. know the word and you can't. You're not going to tell me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the cause and the... Why can't I think of this fucking word? <laughs> Mm, the cause and the cure for problems. There it is. There There we go. There it is. Good job. Did you know it's a Chardonnay? It's a derivative. It's a derivative of Chardonnay. It does taste like Chardonnay with bubbles in it. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fermented further. Mm. Ooh. Wait, what's the percentage on this? Ten percent. What's yours? Well, this is real champagne, so Mm -hmm. this is a little bit more, I would imagine. 12.5. 12.5. Oh. Mine's a fancy one. Yours is a fan. Why don't you talk about your fancy one mine first? Little, so I got the real champagne. And I also I told Penny, I was like, mine's blue. And she's like, what? And I was like, well, it's a... <laughs> it's a it's got it's a blueberry one. But I was like, well, well it's a limited edition. And then I was like, I'm sorry. Edition limite. <laughs> In French, you know. Um, blue. Blue. Did you know... I had a French teacher that was from France, and she had hairy armpits. And well, a she lot wore of short. Yeah, yeah. I, that's like the I thing. Mean, it's, yeah. But she for real did. And she would wear like short. Yeah. And we were in like middle school. Yeah. And she would like raise her arm, and we'd be like, Ah! Oh, that's like a thing. I mean, like I, I mean, it's, tell, it's accepted like, now, but in yeah. the middle school, it was like, Oh yeah. my gosh! Um, well, do you remember in Home Alone? Um, that was a thing. Like they're like, Is it true that French babes don't shave their pits? And Bob says some don't. But they got nude beaches. Not in the winter. What would happen if you'd go to a nude beach with a bathing suit on? Would you be judged? No. Would you be Nudist, judged like you would go to a beach no. naked? Nudists generally just like I think people in like the queer community are way more accepting of people than the people who are outside that community. They don't mm. give a shit. Mm. Do what you do you. You do you. Just flapping around in the wind. I like it. How's your how's your blue okay, champagne? So anyway, Edition Blue, handcrafted in France, Belair Blue Blanc is a perfect harmony of the old world and the new. 
Stunning aromas of fresh berries. It is like blueberry. And tropical fruits delight the nose. Delight the nose. While an elegant, perfectly balanced freshness and roundness makes this cuvee truly special. Um, makes Ballon Bleu ideal for dramatic cocktails as well. This would be fun in the cocktail for sure. Can I try it? Yes, it's Why really good. It does it? taste like quite like blueberry and a little bit like pineapple. You know, it kind of reminds me of like. Whoa. Uh, it's good, isn't it? That is a, a shock. I was not expecting that. It kind of reminds me of like blue curacao. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of super or of blue moon flavor. Like you can't really pin down yeah. that flavor. Kind of pineapple-y, but kind of vanilla, just tropical sort of flavor. Mm-hmm. Like it tastes really good. The aftertaste is not Actually, great. It's not the grace, but but like the initial I mean it makes yeah. you keep on a drinking it, to yes. wash down the aftertaste. <laughs> But it also reminds me of Blue Moon or Blue Curacao, but like in champagne form. So it's like you get that fuzzy and it's real champagne. So you get that like effervescent. Um, well, I got. Oh, I'm sorry. Are no, you I'm done? done. OK, done. so I got the most awarded wine brand Barefoot. Who doesn't like a good Barefoot champagne? I find that hard to believe. Most awarded by who? Um, U.S. competitors. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Barefoot's kind uh, of. I like barefoot. Barefoot's kind of low tier, though. Like, I mean, I know. I mean, for us basic palate people, barefoot is a win. Mm. It's barefoot bubbly, extra dry. Yeah, try it out. It's gone. The last of it is in my flute. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I would definitely buy this again. Good job, barefoot. Yeah. This would be good in a mimosa. Yes. I like them in a mimosa. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, champagne and a splash and then you of orange like juice. this much orange juice. Yeah. Just yeah. a splash. I mean, I definitely am feeling just like, Happy. I feel like I have bubbles in my face. I know. We need to get you champagne more often. You Champagne's are so fun. happy on champagne. I know. You're it, like a lot more bubbly. I am. Yeah. But I like the wine. I mean, also, this was 40, the fucking, 40 fucking dollars. Jesus. Exactly. Real well, champagne is this expensive. this is from my local grocery store. This is from the local shady liquor store. <laughs> it's still $40. I looked at their champagne. They did have champagne, but it was $10. And I was like, eee, probably going to give me a hangover. So I went for the, the $15 barefoot champagne. Extra bubbly. There was another regular that there was a rosé one. Oh, but we did rosé last time. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'll try this. And then there was a regular one, but it didn't have a price tag on it. And so I was real like, mm. I don't know. It could be $40. It could be $90. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows with champagne? And it was in a real fancy like container with a ribbon around it and stuff. And oh. so I was like, mm. it looks fancy, but I don't know how much it could be. Limited edition. So we're drinking champagne today because in the book... <laughs> Expanded we already had some drinks, roster. so we're going off. Yes, expanded roster. I did. Rooster. So in um, a text message to Kelly and Lisa, our new teammate, RPA, Yay, Lisa's Lisa. the best. Um, I it corrected to rooster, so it said expanded rooster, which there is a lot of expanded roosters in here. Yes, in this book, but those cocks definitely expand. They a lot. expand. It is such a good book. I it was a good one. Yes, we um, loved it. But they drink champagne because they're baseball players. I mm-hmm. guess baseball players drink champagne There's a lot. lots of champagne so drinking. Maybe I need to meet some champ or champagne. Maybe I need to meet some baseball players. You need, you need to meet some champagne. Yeah, I need to meet <laughs> champagne and baseball players. 
We're going to hop yeah. right into our interview with yeah. Amy. She's amazing. She's so great. This is her first romance book. She did such a good job. I highly recommend it. Recommend it. Was, it. it was so awesome. There's so much good, um, like, poly representation, mm-hmm. queer representation, um, baseball representation, sex worker positive representation. Like, it was just, like, good on so many levels. Yes. It was accepting of, like, you're going to identify with somebody or mm-hmm. something in this book. So let's just get, jump right into the interview. Yeah. Yeah. Here Yay. it is. Here's Amy. Yeah. Oh! Well, hers comes in. Right. Oh, that was a good one. Pennies is overflowing. Well, it's thematic to the book. Well, I'll just start with our questions because then that way everyone can know what we're talking about too. If that's okay with yeah. you. Sure. Yeah. Let's 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 give people some context. I had to like um, a side note. So when I was texting some of my questions, <laughs> I put expanded roster, but <laughs> autocorrect said rooster. <laughs> <laughs> was like well, expanded rooster. I was like, oh my god! It's like all the dicks it's are green. not wrong. Especially <laughs> in this book, it was yeah, great. We laughed a lot about it. That. Was it was awesome. Funny. Well, please tell us about your book, Expanded Roster. <laughs> sure. Um, expanded Roster uh, is a steamy, angsty, wide shoes baseball romance um, that is about a. Uh, college junior named Victoria who uh, has like eldest daughter syndrome so you know she's type A kind of an overachiever does all the work on the group project I've heard from a lot of people that they feel very represented by the book Um, and she you know is an older sister um, and basically finds out that her mom owes a bunch of back taxes and her baby sister is applying to college. And because the U.S. financial aid system is bad um, and really screwed up, you can't uh, get financial aid for college if your parents are, or, you know, gardens are, are, are owing back taxes. I love that you added that in because that is a huge problem here, too. Uh, we have to depend on our parents in order to further our education mm-hmm. right out of high school. Like, it's, I'm glad you addressed that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. On the on the serious side, it's actually like a major issue for for kids, and it uh-huh. can be like a really like bad situation for a lot of kids whose parents don't file their taxes on purpose or don't fill out that paperwork on purpose uh-huh. uh, to keep them home. Uh, I know that's that's a downer. Everyone, the book is not a downer. Oh, no, um, not at all. <laughs> no, there's no downs in this one. <laughs> uh, well, people go down. Yeah, they go down. Um, so she basically is like. I already have a job. I'm a full-time student. I need money. Let me go ahead and start an mm-hmm. OnlyFans. Yeah, because she needs money um, fast, too. A lot of money yeah, fast. Yeah, that, that was the one thing I had to kind of allied in the book. Apparently, and you'll talk to the OnlyFans creator, apparently OnlyFans is kind of notorious for being like, like there's like some delight in the payouts. And I'm just like, for the purposes of this book, we're ignoring that. <laughs> um, so she logically, obviously, and she's, halfway panicked uh decides to make like a little flyer and put it up on her college campus um with like a burner email address um basically looking for a partner because she is uh not experienced um how how spicy we get on this podcast okay. yes. I, no. it's okay. it's been uh, yeah yeah we go all, i'm, I'm all used all to <laughs> I'm used to create. I'm used to creating on TikTok where you're like, you have oh to yeah, yeah, no, 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 no
she's never been on a on a horizontal walk in the park before. <laughs> uh, like, uh, you know, I really try to get around the sensors. Like, she's cherry emoji. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, you can say all the things. Yeah, she hasn't had any sexual partners before, is what I'm going to say. And so um, that is also sort of like, for her, kind of thrilling and terrifying in equal measure. So she puts up this flyer, and through various machinations, um, the person who answers the uh, the burner email is a player on the baseball team that she works for. So she works for the college baseball team in the clubhouse, like, basically, like, Cinderella, Cinderellaing around. So she does like the laundry and she like cleans and all of that stuff. So she's a clubhouse attendant. And um, so he answers and for various reasons, he also needs the money and he's also kind of like a grumpy little catcher, which is my my favorite thing in the I whole world. I love his personality. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um, with a filthy mouth, yeah. I will mention. Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm just like, oh. Dirty talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't talk, but when he does, it's good. Um, so they start creating uh, their OnlyFans channel together, and of course, they have to like sneak around um, because she's also not allowed to to fraternize with players on the team, and they 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 get up to some fraternizing once or twice, maybe. I did a tally of how many sex scenes are in this book. I think it's like nine, There's but possibly ten or eleven. And they're all good. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> these sex scenes are good. Yeah. I feel like it would be difficult to do a book about sex work and then be like fade to black. Yeah. So imagine. So, so side question: You definitely don't have to answer this, but did you do some research before writing these personal research? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no. So, um, no, I will say, so I am friends with people who have done sex work in various forms. They're only friends, uh, you know, people who've danced, stuff like that. Um, people who've, you know, done, done pictures, things, things of, things of that nature. Um, so I'm sort of like in, you know, kind of hear, hear about stuff from them. And this is kind of over the years, but personally, n- no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, they they make their their little their little golf they they golf together yeah. a bunch, um, <laughs> and so they're sneaking around. And so uh, Mike, who's this grumpy little catcher, has a best friend who's the superstar pitcher on the team who has a little little crush on Victoria as well, um, and he catches them together and he's is like very, like golden retriever energy yeah i feel yes. like he's cute that's a good that's a good yeah. description of him mm-hmm. yeah my, my sweet little himbo yeah yeah like, he's sweet and he some men are not for, for thinking um so you know he catches them together and you know is is at a, a personal crossroads of Either, you know, he's going to be affronted and really, like, freak out and possibly tell the team, or he's going to, like, raise his hand and be like, would it, would it help if I was in the video, yeah. too? Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> yes. You know, it, he likes to be helpful. Yeah. What a good friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it helps that he's 6'6". So I like writing about professional athletes because, you know, romance novel heights are, like, normal. Right. And so you're like six six, like a six six, you know, small town billionaire is improbable. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's a romance novel, whatever. And you're like, a six six pitcher is normal. That's just normal size. Right. Um, so he joins in, and then Victoria has a, a terrible ex stepbrother 
who is like threatening to take custody of her sister and going into all the financial stuff. And uh, uh, they they have a, I would say, an antagonistic relationship um, that turns into an antagonistic relationship with phoning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I would say this book is exactly what it says on the tin, right? Like you read it and you're like, there's going to be a lot of banging in that. Yeah. Like that's a that's a bang intensive book. Right. Where did the champagne part come from? Like it's such yeah. a cool idea, but how did you get that idea? Yeah, they're like always drinking champagne. Um, I, that's a I don't know. That's a trope in my writing. I'm just like <laughs> I don't know. Let's cover them in champagne and see what happens. Oh, I love it. No, it was great. I love it. But like even like her friend like. Like, if I was like, Penny, you need to come over and chat. Like, she'd probably bring wine or, like, vodka for me and tequila for her. And, like, Savannah comes over with champagne. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know. I like those tiny little bottles of champagne. Like, personally, I yeah. have a couple in my fridge. Um, I don't drink a lot of liquor is the other thing. So, like, if I'm going to have a drink, it's going to be, like, wine or beer or champagne or something like that. Um, so, but I'm also just like, yeah, you know, if you're stuck on a plot on a you know a problem in the plot cover the characters in champagne i love I mean, it why not and it's super sexy yeah you know? it is super sexy mm-hmm. it solves every problem yeah. <laughs> i just don't have champagne like everywhere now. champagne <laughs> solves every problem I, you know champagne problems it solves it's the cause of and solution too so yes and the other thing is like with you know athletes they they drink a lot of champagne they do oh, i didn't yeah. know that is it like they have huh. it in the like when they celebrate in the clubhouse and stuff they're always popping champagne and stuff so yeah that makes sense that's really if, interesting. If you ever want a good time, look up uh, some, yeah, look up some some athlete, like, we won the division celebrations, and you're like, that is a bunch of very shirtless men covering each other in champagne. Oh, and maybe it's, we should like, check that out. I've, I mean, the I, straightest I've way possible, <laughs> obviously. Videos. I've looked at a few of those, you know. I don't, I don't hate it. Is there, like, how did you create the whole idea that came to you for this story? Yeah, so this is this is a little bit goofy. So I was talking with um, somebody who is fairly well known in sort of baseball circles, and I'm going to leave his name out of it if that's if that's okay. Um, so I was talking to him about something, and I sort of um, I was talking about sort of like romance writing and romance books and all of that. And I I as an aside during the conversation said, well, you know, like professional athletes and and like OnlyFans creators or or you know dancers it's not that different a job. Mm -hmm. Right. And there was just this long silence. (laughs) He just was like, uh, and I was just like, people pay to watch it. Possibly, you know, sometimes you're with, with your teammates, uh, and they are paying for the experience, you know, the pleasure of watching and like, they are making their money with their bodies. And he's just like, I, I was greeted with, he wasn't like negative, but it was just like this long pause of like, well, this conversation took a left turn. <laughs> um, and that's sort of like the theme, I guess, of the book, like it's one of the major themes. And like, that's a theme that I really enjoy kind of looking at. Um, so like, I'm, I'm in the process of drafting subsequent books and that's, it's still going to kind of play around with the theme, but like, you know, you mentioned the books are pretty sex work positive and pretty like positive on, uh-huh. you know, on every dancing and, yeah. Yeah. and only fans and all of that. And it's, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a job. It's a, it's a difficult job. I mean, if you're being railed by three guys, I assume it's also a, some parts of that are easy, um, <laughs> but, it's an enjoyable uh, you know, job, but it's also work. Yeah. yeah. 
it is also work. And it's like, you know, you're doing this with your bodies. There's usually like a, a window in your life, like a time in which you can do this. Right. Um, particularly with dan- like with dancing, just because it is very physically demanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with sports um, too. I guess yeah, that's really... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and really so different. I kind of... Um, and so you're like, you should... And I'm also like, you should be paid like commensurately with the fact that you have all of these like difficulties in doing that. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of the, the book is about money and about like... Uh, Jonathan, who's the the six six himbo pitcher, is being drafted to play mm-hmm. in the, in the big leagues, and like just the amount of money he's going to receive to do this, um, and he he kind of like sweetly makes the point of like, yeah, you know, I I make you know people pay to watch me, people pay to watch us, you know, on our on our golf on our golf tournaments, um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm 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 really stuck on that, yeah, um, and like why did I just think well you know there's a lot of holes in golf. Um, <laughs> And so he kind of makes the point of, and but it's also just like you should get paid for work because it's work, regardless of sort of like we kind of venerate athletes and we sort of deride sex workers. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's not that fundamentally a different job, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's that's the you know that's the way I came into this was like, let me think about the labor politics of being railed by three guys. Obviously, lots of research, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of research. Um, but like that's how my brain works. So that's that was the inspiration for the book. With your characters, how did you come up with the idea for them? Are they based on people you know, or did you just create them? Yeah. So I feel like with Victoria, um, she really like I don't know sprang into my mind. You know, kind of fully formed. Um, she's, you know, very type A, very overachiever, like oldest daughter representation is very, very important. So she kind of like, like her voice became very easy for me to write in. Um, and the first, like, I like to have sort of imbalanced points of view in terms of the, in terms of books. Um, so like, she's the first like 20,000 words or so of the book is just her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is like, this feels just like very easy to write in. And I'm like, she's every oldest daughter I know. I'm, I'm really <laughs> curious how you came up with the idea for Jonathan. Like, yeah. how how did that come about? Because he's definitely a unique character. There's not very many of him <laughs> in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh my 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 sweetie pie dumbass. Yeah, sweetie pie dumbass. I love that. Yes. So there are a lot of them him in the world, and they're all professional baseball pitchers. <laughs> really. Like, like okay so the the sort of cliche in baseball is like the catcher has to be like the smartest person on the field Mm -hmm. they do a lot of the strategy they are sort of like in charge of sort of the flow of the game in a lot of ways um and so catchers often go on to be like managers coaches run teams and so pitchers tend to be like the cliche is like sort of high strung um sweet high maintenance not bright um like some of them are smart but like most for the most part it's sort of like a lot of them are like just tell me what to do (laughs) and you're like oh okay okay I, I, I'm vibing with that. Yeah, you um, nailed that. So <laughs> that was definitely... Just, he takes orders real well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so again, I like to do a lot of research. 
They also all smell good. That's another good fact about baseball like, is um, they all take like, like six showers a day really? and wear, wear cologne. The New York Times years ago did this article about how baseball like players all clothes. like, yeah, all have like wear cologne specifically and they all smell really good. Really? Um, at, yes. And they're just like, it's a thing. You're like, the lock, the locker room smells awful i had to that i had to get rid of i'm just like you cannot you cannot describe how this would accurately smell i do have a question like so i read i don't know if i read or i watched it either way this lady was talking about how uncomfortable it is to go through an editing session when they talk about the sex scene because they're going line by line how was that for you? Like, um, yeah, and I write fast and edit. Like, I draft fast and edit slow. So, like, yeah, I do go over things at a, an obsessive amount. Um, this is going to kind of come back to the sort of sex positive, positive sort of aspect. Sex scenes are action scenes fundamentally. Like, how do I put? Like, it's the same as writing a fight scene or a chase scene, like a car chase scene, or like mm-hmm. a heist or or a baseball scene. To me, it feels very similar. Of where are their bodies in space? What are they doing? How is it sort of advancing the emotionality of the plot? Like, are they, you know, sort of preserving their character even during like that sort of like heightened tension? Um, but there were a couple times where I'm like, uh, oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> but mild spoilers for, for one of the scenes where it's Jonathan and, and Mike and Victoria all together. And uh, Mike has like <clears throat> finished on Victoria, like on her, on her chest. Um, and, uh, he, he's just like, um, to Jonathan, you should get her cleaned up. Like you should, you should help her clean up. Cause like, she's at this point, like wrung out. Um, and Jonathan's like, well, I mean, I could get a t-shirt or a towel, but I'm just gonna, I'm going to use my mouth. Just gonna lick it all up. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh no, oh no. That to me, I turned bright red. I'm just like, what what did i do what did i do <laughs> that was it amazing was so it was worth it it was worth you turning bright red for that moment it was a hundred percent worth it so if somebody wants to buy this book where can they go to get it um so the book right now is available on kindle unlimited on and amazon ebook um there's also a paperback up on amazon i've had a couple folks ask if i'm gonna sell like signed um signed copies from like my website yes! i'm oh well i'm not so oh, don't get excited no so what i will say is um i have a form that's like on my instagram if you go to the link in my bio and you bought the the paperback off amazon i will send you some like stickers and swag in the mail so okay. i just like a form submit the receipt i will send you like stickers um i'll probably do like a little note or a book plate or something that I'm going to put in there. Um, so it'll be sort of de facto signing. Cute. I, you know, I think people will probably grab it off Kindle Unlimited for, for a while. I do, uh, I am in the process of putting it up on Ingram. So um, for your friend who's like a bookstore person, um, I'm hoping to have it up in the next week or so, so that bookstores can, can carry it. Okay. Um, but I, this, this is my first time doing all of this and I'm just like, slow and grateful to my friends who are like holding my hand while walking Aww. me through this. This book is yeah. going to fly off the shelves. Absolutely fly. As soon as like, so one person good. reads, there, it's just going to be a, a chain domino reaction. You did a, an amazing job mm-hmm. on this book. Thank you. Well, I, that means like a lot 
but yeah, the dedication of the book is to all the oldest daughters, overachievers, and the ones the world usually says no to. This is a reminder to say yes to yourself. Yeah. And to three guys who want to rail you should the situation arise. Yeah. I opened up Kindle yesterday to look, um, for, to look for like popular highlights in the book because like that's that's one of my favorite things. You get to see like where people like what really resonated with people. And I opened the book and like people have already highlighted that dedication. Um, oh, but like. Wow. I mean that genuinely like that's where I was sort of mentally as like the world the world was kind of saying no in some ways and I'm like fuck it yes exactly yes I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna do a thing and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of move move forward and say yes to myself even if it's just me and a friend reading it I will I will I am enough yeah we loved it we loved it I am enough the last question serious question I have for you is if somebody is thinking about writing their first romance book what advice would you have for them do it sit down at a computer and or at a notebook and write it uh and see what happens um from a craft perspective I think the best thing is always read a lot read a ton in your genre, read voraciously. Um, I keep a little like physical reading journal of what I, I'm reading at any given time um, with like, it's not, I don't use star ratings because I don't like them, um, but it's like thoughts, reflections, you know, something that I think the the author really did well in terms of craft. Um, and so like I keep a craft notebook. So oh, I'll be like, that's really cool. I loved the pov switch in this book i you know i loved this this book's use of setting um i loved blah 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 and it's more it's not like i didn't like these things like um, i won't generally note that unless it really really didn't work for a specific reason but it's more like this is something that this author did really well that i feel i want to do more of that's great that is very cool that's great advice yeah you gotta write for yourself and it's a cliche but if you don't do that you're going to be unhappy with every single other part of the process i um, love that i love it you know i, I, I th- this is this is bordering on pretentious but i'll say it anyway like my, <laughs> the question I-, I the question i always ask myself in writing um and you know i'm i am not a I am not a spring chicken. Um, I haven't been like I wrote about characters who are 22. I haven't been 22 for a while. Um, but like, how do you, you know, how, so I've done a lot of writing, but like, how is what you're writing going to set you free? Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like always, but it has to be sort of like, how is this going to make you happy? How is it going to set you free? What, what about the world is this going to tell you? Um, and if you do that, writing will be pleasurable. If you're writing for the first time, your first book needs to be for you. For the like yeah. the rest yeah. for the for the love of the game. I love, I love that it. so much. Thank you for, for answering all of our questions. I really mm-hmm. oh, this was amazing. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our blush questions? Can we now? do our funny yeah. our funny questions. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. First one, blush question. <laughs> Tell us a story about what happened after a bottle of wine or a bottle of champagne, like a fun story. So I in college. Everybody always is like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, I, so... In, <laughs> I in college worked for a campus newspaper and we were like super tight knit. It was actually like a pretty prominent paper in like the city that, that I went to college in. And we 
always all partied together for good or for ill. And one of the parties was always called Night of Pain, where everyone just brought a bottle of champagne and you drank oh, the whole pain. thing yourself. I was like, like oh, pain. pain. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what happened during that night? No idea. What happened after <laughs> that night? Not sure. But I can tell you that uh, I walked home at probably five in the morning. Um, yes. Uh, and so I would say, you know, when you are 21, 22, do whatever, the, do whatever moves live you. Live your life. You, yeah. Live, live a lot. Are you ready for a more of a risque question? You answered that one really sure. well. Okay. Have you ever been caught having sex? <laughs> the pause. The pause. Which time? <laughs> Tell us the best one. <laughs> I I had a I had a, a punk rock upbringing and like was not raised in purity culture. So what I'm gonna say is um, when you're at a party at a Halloween party and somebody is. Uh, painted this was like in the 90s and somebody was had their face painted like braveheart you know like half blue oh yeah and you walk out of a room covered in blue paint people will know <laughs> that's the best i'm i'm bright red i haven't thought about that in years i'll reel it back it a little was. bit i'll reel it back in a uh, little bit for you I want to be clear. I do not endorse mel gibson this no. was in the 90s no william wallace is okay I, th- I think they took my land and my freedom that night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was the <laughs> that was the best. Okay, I'll reel it back in for this next question. Are you ready? What is something non-sexual that turns you on? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I would say, uh, in terms of like something where you're like, oh, oh lord, oh my goodness, uh-huh. oh genius, <gasps> yeah, yeah. So. I don't know if it qualifies as non-sexual. Um, some of them, I will say, like, unbutton their jerseys during the game. Yes! <laughs> All in agreement. And you're like, I, I get it for thermoregulation. It's obviously for cooling, right? That's why you have your your, your jersey unbuttoned to your, your, your navel. That's right. Um, but I would say that with, like, paired with a good necklace. Yes. Yeah, I definitely want to talk yep. to you all day long. But mm-hmm. thank you so much for talking to us about your book and sharing that with us. And everybody, please buy her book. It it was yeah. amazing. I loved it. It was. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for for all of the really positive positive stuff. Um, if people want to find me, I'm mostly on Instagram. So uh, Amy Rivkin author. Uh, Amy with A I A I M E E. Uh, Amy Rivkin, author. So come hang out. I'm like always in my DM. So please come and, and say hi. Yeah, Yay. absolutely. Thank you so much for your Thank time. You. I appreciate it. Uh, all right. Have a good one, y'all. You too. Bye. All right. Amy Rivkin's the best. She is so awesome. It was so nice mm-hmm. to hang out with her and talk to her. And she asked, answered She's all of our so blush great. questions. Yeah. Like she was a real, haha. She was a real good sport. She was a good sport. <laughs> Go, Amy. Pun intended. Yeah. So please buy her book. It was awesome. I oh highly recommend it. It was I so good. I cannot recommend this book enough. Holy shit. Those sex scenes, like, yeah. Ah, oh, my gosh. They were so good. Oh, yeah. So Which one was your favorite sex scene? If you can just limited amount of uh, detail. There were. <laughs> limited amount. Can I have two of them? Nope. One. Just one? Just one. 
can I have? You, maybe your second one is my one. So just do one for right now. I think my favorite one is your favorite one. When they first all three do it together? Yeah. That was hot. It was so hot. Yeah. Mind yeah. blown. And then my honorable mention is the angry sex between yes. Victoria and Tyler. Yeah. Oh, that's good, too. It's oh, so, it's good. so good. So good. Oh. Read it, read it, read it. There's, what did she say? Like nine sex scenes in it's there? Something, oh, my God. It's so good. There's so much emotion, and it's great. And, like, you know, Penny loves the emotion. But I also appreciated it. And it was, <laughs> I mean, I had some, like, twinges. Her heart, like, squeezed, squeezed a, little a little bit. It moved. And I was like, oh, Penny's probably crying here. Um, yeah. But it was, like, it was just so well thought out. And it, oh, was, oh, it was so good. So you can get it on Kindle Unlimited if you have that. And then you buy it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, buy it on her website, wherever. Mm-hmm. Expanded roster. Not rooster. <laughs> yeah. And then next week. <gasps> We're so excited. So, so, so excited for so next week. I'm so excited to read it's this book. Like every week this month, we have like insanity happening. Yes. Kelly, tell us, tell us everything. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Butcher and Blackbird, you guys. Butcher and Blackbird. And we have Bryn Weaver here. Ah! And Alexa Harlow, ah! who she didn't co-write Butcher and Blackbird, but, but she's she did. Amazing. She did Black Sheep with Bryn Weaver. I can't even. I cannot even. So they're though they're both gonna be here talking to us. I'm so. Fucking excited. And then our pre-show for oh subscribers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Daddy Darkness. I don't. I can't even put into words how much I love His him. His art is. Uh, how about if I. Because you're like lost for words. I'll, I can't. I'll tell I can't. I love him so much. He is an amazing artist. So he takes models and he uses blood to make these amazing masterpieces. So we're going to talk to him about his artwork and we're going to talk to him about blood play. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be an amazing episode does, for our pre like, show. So he please does, subscribe. Yeah. Like the horrific, but it's also gorgeous yeah it's just i love him so much yeah so please subscribe so you can listen to him and he's gonna do some of our audio next week so he'll read parts of the book for us um so -hmm. you guys get the spiciness from him yeah um but yeah you're gonna want to tune in for next week it's gonna be out of this world amazing all this month is gonna be so good february all the february guests like we have guests all throughout the whole month that are just like out of this world like i just can't ah yeah so join us next week yeah. All right. Ready, Kelly? With our yeah. champagne? Oh, yeah. Ready? Yeah. Oh, how do we okay, do that? So it, well, it's because we don't okay, have, stem, hold we don't have stems on this Ready? one. Ooh. Ooh. You just saw everywhere. <laughs> I did spill everywhere. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs>